Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast. Today is a Q&A episode and I have three questions I want to go over. Uh, but before I dive into those, I just want to go over a few ways you can help support the podcast. So first, uh, if you have found this podcast to be helpful, if you could leave a five-star rating and review. And uh, so that way more people can uh, find this podcast. Next, you can follow me on Instagram, Jeff, H-O-E-H-N underscore. And that's where I'm most active on social media. And if you have any questions and whatnot, you can uh, reach out to me there. And then lastly, um, I have my one-on-one online coaching service. And with that, I help you lose body fat and build muscle with my strategic dieting and training methods. We look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific needs. I also find there's at least one or two bottlenecks outside of the training and nutrition protocol that's or keeping you from seeing the results you want to see. And so we really dive into that to see what, what those are. Um, so if you're interested in that, you can reach out to me on Instagram or there's a link in the show notes and we can uh, for, uh, further this conversation. So with that out of the way, let's dive into today's question. So the first question I have is, do you eat even if you're not hungry to get your protein and calories in for the day? So I think this is a good question. Um, so I think before I really go into this, we need to, it, it is going to depend on your goal, right? In, in terms of when I would push it, uh, and, and whatnot. So for calories for, if I'm in a building phase or maintenance where I am, I'm trying to, you know, build muscle, I am going to be more likely to eat, even if I'm not hungry, uh, to get my protein and calories in for the day. Um, and then fat loss, I'm more likely to not eat, uh, if, if I'm not hungry and or, um, for clients as well too. Right. And so this is, it's important to to state that because it, again, your total caloric intake for the day and for the day, but also you know we need to zoom out and look at what the average caloric intake, excuse me, what the average caloric intake is for the entire week um, because that's going to be the the most important, right? So you know you can have some calorie cycling going on where you know you could have a day that's a little bit lower, um, so long as that average caloric intake is is there for the week. And again, depending on where that's at, where that calorie calorie balance is at, that's going to determine if you gain weight or lose weight. Uh, so that's going to be the most important. You know, is, is zooming out, looking at the weekly average. So, uh, but you know, in saying that, you know, we do want to be careful with these days where we're you know super high with calories and then super low, um, because I think there's some things that happen that make that a, a challenge. And again, if we're trying to that make adherence a challenge, and then if we're trying to like, say, for example, build muscle, I think that if you have a really high day followed by a really low day, you know, they're going to have some days where you're closer to a deficit. And we obviously want to really avoid being in a deficit as as much as we can there, even if, you know, for the week, your calories are like for the average for the week, it's it's in a surplus. We still want to be careful with being in a deficit too much for building muscle. And then for fat loss, you know, again, if, if the average calories for the week are in a deficit, you, you should be good to go. But again, if we have these really high days followed by these really low days, you know, those really low days could be really hard to manage. And then they could be leading into the you having those high days. And I don't think that's the best way to go about uh, fat loss either, right? Um, 
especially on those low days, you know, you ask specifically in this one, you know, about protein, you know, protein can fall too low, um, but also the hunger aspect of it, you know, what, what does that look like? And what are your energy levels like on those days that you're going really low? But I think we also need to look at how often is this happening? If this happens once, you know, it's no big deal. You know, like if, if it's either you're not hungry and, and you don't eat enough, it's like if it's if it happens rarely, it's it's really not a big deal. If it's happening happening more regularly, then you do need to look into this a little bit more. But just to kind of uh, you know zoom in a little bit more here, what, let's say protein's low. So protein's low again. That would again would be something where we need to look at our overall caloric intake, and that's going to again in a building phase, I'm going to be more likely to make sure I eat to hit my to hit my calories. Um, in a fat loss phase, I'm going to be less likely because again the goal there is to elicit a calorie deficit in, in fat loss and in a building. It's again to at least be at your maintenance, um, if not in a surplus. Um, and again, we you know it's never a bad idea to to make sure you hit your protein um, regularly. So if but again if protein is low. And it keeps happening. You need to plan ahead better. Um, you can do this by planning out protein the day before. You know, you know, prepping your protein, whatever it may be. Like, if if you keep finding that you're low on protein, then you need to just plan ahead better and you know get that figured out. And again, I think I think either prepping or having your protein planned out for the day uh, can be helpful. Let's say your calories are low. So I think again, you need to. Pay attention to how your body responds to the following day. So if your calories continue to be low and you're um, because you're not hungry, you know, you, you need to pay attention to how your body responds the following days. And again, if you, you find that you get super hungry when that happens, you know, you may want to eat just a little bit more. So long as you're staying at or under your core goal for fat loss. And ideally, you know, that would probably come through protein, especially if protein you know, if like if, if you look at your calories and they're low and the protein's low, you probably want to get most of that through protein. So, you know, pay attention to how your body responds the following days. Again, if it happens once, you know, I just would not eat, especially in a fat loss phase. Again, a building phase, I'm going to be more likely to push you to eat, but that's also, again, dependent on how low are you um, and how often is that happening. But when you're in a deficit, you do need to pay attention to how your body responds the following days. But one thing I did want to mention here on this is maybe underreporting. So, check your weekly trends for your weight. And so what I mean by underreporting is you could be tracking your calories and we know that you know most people are going to be off. They're going to underestimate how many calories they're eating. And so this could be one of those things where you think that you're way under your caloric intake but you're actually not um when you if if you actually looked at how many calories you were actually consuming. And again, just because you it says on my fitness pal you're tracking 1500 doesn't mean that there's, you know, it, it, that doesn't mean that you're actually eating 1500. We know that people can be off. And there's already a margin of error of, of up to 20% with what they say is in the, the amount of what they, how many calories they say is in the amount of food you're eating to what there actually can be. Right. Um, so you have to, you have to pay attention to, to that as well too. So you, you may just be under reporting. And so this is why I think it's important to look at your weekly trends for your weight. If you're consistently like thinking you're under your calories, but you're full and then weight's not trending down again, you're probably under reporting. Um, and tracking is a skill, right? So it takes time to get that figured out. So just because you're, you know, if you're new to tracking, you're probably not going to be skilled. So it's going to take some practice and over time, you'll get better at, at tracking these, these things. So I think really it just is going to come down to your goal. And, um, again, in a building phase, we're going to be more likely to push food to make sure you're eating regularly, making sure you're hitting your protein. If that, if you're in a fat loss phase and this happens every once in a while, I'm going to be like, Hey, just don't eat, um, you know, stop because you're, you know, because again, in a fat loss phase, we're trying to see weight trend down. So you're probably going to have to be a little hungry there. Um, 
But again, you could be under reporting. So you need to check your weekly trends for your weight to see what's actually going on, but also pay attention to how your body responds um, to that. So hopefully that was helpful there on that. So the next question I have is how long should maintenance phases be? And this is a good question too. So, you know, it really just depends on what you are using them for. Okay. So that's the first thing I want to say here. Is it, is it a diet break? Like in between fat loss phase, are you staying at your maintenance calories for a building phase? Uh, do you just want to take a break from everything? Uh, do you just need a mental relief from what you're doing? Right. Like these are all going to be factors that play a role in how long maintenance phases should be. Okay. And, and, and what I would like recommend for them. Um, but one thing I do want to say here is, and people get commonly get this confused, like don't get maintenance confused with maintenance level calories. I think that's what people think here. It's like, oh, you can build muscle up maintenance, but it's like, okay, is it a maintenance phase? Or are you at maintenance level calories? Because at maintenance level calories, if you're still pushing performance and you're working on sleep and, um, you know, all those things that I always talk about, like you're going to be, that would be like a building phase. Like you're still trying to put, like, you're not maintaining what you're having here. You're, you're trying to push forward with that. You're just at maintenance level calories. So we need to make sure we differentiate maintenance level calories with a maintenance phase. Okay. Um, because again, that's, that's going to kind of alter how long you, you need to be um, in that phase. So first, you know, figure out what you, what, what you're using it for, right? I would say most maintenance phases are probably going to be used for diet breaks and, just somebody that needs to, they have a busy time in their life and they need to take a, a step back. I am going to do a, I made a post uh, on Instagram about JH maintenance phase loss, and I am going to make a podcast episode on that. Um, but if you listen to this and you want to kind of learn more about that, you can look at uh, my my Instagram and I made a post on that earlier this week. But again, I am going to make a podcast episode on that. So in saying that, maintenance phases can be as long as you want them to be. Uh, there's no like, Time frame in terms of how long you can be at maintenance. I mean, you could do it for the rest of your life. You could do it for three months. You could do it for a month. It's whatever you need there on that. And again, I think that comes back to what are you using it for? And I, I think it's never a bad idea to stay at maintenance longer if you if you need to. There's no, that's not a bad thing. Um, I had a client who reached out recently, and she just was like, "Hey, I decided not to." An old client, she reached out and she decided not to go back into fat loss phase and she decided to push her maintenance phase out further. And I was like, Hey, that's, there's, that's never a bad idea to do that. Um, now with the fat loss phase, I think, or a building phase, you know, extending that longer than it needs to be could be, I don't want to say detrimental, but it could hurt your progress a little bit. Right. Whereas like extending out a maintenance phase is never going to be a, a bad idea. Um, so there's that. Now, as far as like the minimum length of a maintenance phase, Again, it can be as short as you want it now, unless you're using it for something in between a fat loss phase. So if we're trying to go, in, you know, if it's a long fat loss journey and you need to break it up into multiple phases, which again, you know, once you get around 10% of your body weight loss per week, it's, you know, you're around that eight to 16 week mark of being in a fat loss phase, you're probably going to need to take a, a diet break uh, maintenance phase at some point, you know, um, otherwise it can be really hard to continue to lose more body fat. So in that specific example, they, the the maintenance phases should should be one third to one half of what your fat loss phase was. Probably not one third. I would say that you know that that's probably too short, uh, but at least a half of it, right? So let's say you do a ten week uh, fat loss phase. You know that subsequent maintenance phase should be about five weeks um, at, at a minimum. So I would say that's really the the kind of time frames there that you want to go on on a maintenance phase. Um, but again, you know just remember like what is the goal of it right because if you're using it for a diet break you do need to have that minimum if you're just trying to take a break from things 
um, which you could call the diet break. But again, you could use a maintenance phase like that. Really, anytime you need it, it can be as short as you want. If you just need it for two weeks, you can do that, right? Um, again, the only time I would say you have to have it be longer is in between two fat loss phases. And again, just remember, don't get maintenance a maintenance phase confused with maintenance level calories. Those are two different things, even though they have maintenance in them. So again, that's a common thing. And I'll go into that in my uh, next in my podcast episode here in the next week or two about maintenance phase loss. So hopefully that was helpful there on the maintenance phases. So the last question I have, let me pull this up real quick, is advice for sticking through the end of a build when you are uncomfortable. And so again, this is probably somebody that's been building for a while and, you know, you've gained a little bit of body fat, you don't feel as lean. So, you know, you're just not feeling as great um, during that time. So how do you stick through it? I mean, one, you can end it. Like if you've been, if you've done it for, at least 16 to 20-ish weeks, you know, you're at that point to where you, you don't have to continue to do the building phase. Like if you feel like you're not going to get any more out of it, you can end it, right? So let's let's first do that. Like you you don't have to keep going with it. You could drop to maintenance. Like we just talked about, you need a break, you could go to maintenance. Or if you need to go into a fat loss phase, you could do that, right? Now, if you're, if you're eight weeks into it, into a, a building phase and you're like, I need to take a break or I need to go into fat loss. Like, okay, that's too soon. You do need to stick through it, right? Um, but you know, again, if you're somebody that you're getting towards the end, you, you really do want to stick with it. Uh, and, and stopping now isn't what you want to do. You know that you can still get another good four to eight weeks out of it. Like, how do you stick through that? So one, think about how you will feel at the end of your cut, knowing you stuck with it. You know, I think that's a big thing where you're at the end of the cut, you know, maybe you could have spent a little bit more that you could have made that cut a little bit easier by, you know, just eating a little bit more or staying in that, that, that you know, calorie surplus maintenance level calories for just a little bit longer. Um, and you could have added a little bit more muscle. So, uh, you know, I think that's, that's a big thing to think about. How, how are you going to feel at the end of your cut? Think about how in a few short months, you'll want to eat as much as you are now. You know, I think that's another thing is like, enjoy, basically enjoy what you're able to do. Enjoy that flexibility that you currently have, because in a few short months, if you go into cutting, you are going to wish that you were able to eat as much as you, you were now. So, you know, think of that. So get really enjoy your the flexibility you have. Next, enjoy how much energy you have for your training. You know, I, I think that's a big thing is that people forget is, you know, one of the reasons we want to be in a, at the very least, higher end of your maintenance um, calories, a small surplus for building is because it's really going to give you that energy you need to push training and then recover from that training. Um, and anybody that's done both a building phase and a fat loss phase, you know that training is just a thousand times better when you have that that energy and, and those calories coming in. So, you know, think about that. Just realize that in about a month or two or whatever it may be for you, this training's not going to be as good. And you're going to, again, you're going to wish that you were at your calories, in a calorie surplus at the high end of your maintenance. And then lastly, just remember this time will pass. Um, you know, this is something that it's short-term and you're not going to be doing this forever. So just realize it, it is going to be something that uh, is going to pass and it's not forever. So I, that that's always helped me kind of push through those last few weeks of a cut or a, or a building phase. And then lastly, just remember too, that you're, you're building muscle to have a better look later on, right? You're going to have a much better look when you, when you cut. So, uh, you know, just kind of keep that in mind as well too. You know, you, right now you, you're basically delaying gratification and that's a good skill to learn how to do in everyday life as well too. And that's essentially what you're doing here. You know, you're, you're, yeah, maybe you don't have the greatest look right now, but you're adding more muscle and that's going to help you get a better look later on down the line. So again, having that kind of mindset there uh, can be helpful. So hopefully that was helpful guys. Um, if you have any questions on this, let me know. And that's it for this Q and A and I will talk to you guys next time. 
Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at JeffH91 underscore or visit JHHealth.net. See you next time.